All right, I will say good morning, good morning. Let us begin. Begin by thanking all of our sponsors. To thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Shvat. Bracha. Strimber in memory of her husband, Avram Ben Kalman Eliezer Halevi Zichron Lebracha. Ayal and Sarah Steinberg for dedicating all the Shurman Drashos this month in the Schus for Fushalema for Shulamis Bas Susha. And our Dafyomi sponsor today, Mesh Wordersheim, in commemoration of his mother's yard site, Liba Bas Zusha. Zichron Lebracha, we open in the merit of our Talmud Torah. All of the Neshamas will have an Aliyah, the families and Nechama, and all those who require a Refuah should have one together with Kol Chole Yisrael. Now, also with that, let us begin a lot to do today. Baruch Hashem, today's daf is Chof Hei 25, and we are picking up on Chof Dalar Mabes 24b. We are picking up at Shalachar Misa, which is 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16 lines up from the bottom. So I want to say just to reorient ourselves a little bit. If you remember again from the Mishnah, we had an interesting case. What was happening in the Mishnah? In the Mishnah, we saw this idea that, well, the Mishnah was talking about a situation where a woman, right, Rivka became an Azira. Rivka became an Azira. And Halacha Lamaisa, and Halacha Lamaisa, her husband then annulled the Ned and Aziras. But not until she had separated out animals. So we saw that, again, depending on the nature of the separation, right, depending on whose animals they were, the Mishnah then introduced the case of money as well. That what often happens is, if there's an actual chatos animal separated, the chatos dies. The ola is offered up as an ola for a nedava. Shlamim is offered up as a shlamim for nedava. But the Mishnah then made a very important statement, which was that halacha none of the loaves, which normally accompany the offering of a nazir, are brought so now, Bigimar picked up on that a little bit, and Bigimar was talking about other examples of other examples of cases where you could have a carbon that was brought by someone kind of in the Persia of Nazirus, but because it was not a complete Nazirus, therefore what? Therefore, Allah no loaves. So the Mishnah quoted, so the Raisa quoted four cases. We went through the first two of those four cases, Shalah which was the case of the Mishnah, Shalom, which was the case of the father who makes his son a Nazir, and this is where we're picking up today. Shalachar Misa Minalon, we'll say, what's the case of Laachar Misa? Listen to this, Tisanya, here's the case, we'll say, very interesting. <coughs> if someone goes ahead and separated out money for his Karbanos for Naziru. So we'll say, Ruben's a Nazir, and what they do is separated out money so that when my nether Naziru's is over, I'm going to go ahead and use this money, this pile of money, to go ahead and bring my kabbalas. What's the halacha? Lo nanin v'lo ma'lin bahen. Ultimately, again, you can't get hana, can't get hana, but if you do, these monies are not subject to mi'ilah. Mipnei shehin ru'uyin lahavi bekulan shlamin. Ultimately, again, because halacha l'maysa, because halacha l'maysa, they are all fit to be used to purchase shlamin. Mace, so what happens if Ruben, who was the Nazir, right? Ruben, who was the Nazir, dies and he leaves behind a pile of money that was set aside for the Karbanos for his Nedir Naziris. But of course, he died. He died before the end of his Naziris. And I will say, in this case, it's Mostumim. What does Mostumim mean? Mostumim means that the money was unidentified, meaning the, the pile of money was set aside for the Karbanos of Nazir. What didn't happen? He never articulated, you know, this amount is for the chatos, and this amount is for the olu, this amount is for the shlamim. Then what's the halacha? Yiplu linedava. Ultimately, again, then halacha lemaisa, all of the money is used for kabanos, but nedava. 
the Dava voluntary offerings. Also remember again, I mentioned this before, this takes us back to our Shkalom days a little bit. Ketzam Mizbeach, right? Remember again, there's always a, like a dessert fund for the, for the Mizbeach, that the Mizbeach should never be idle. So sometimes in the Dava, could also mean that it goes, good, fine. Most of Russian, what happens if Ruben dies? But again, before he died, he had separated that money and he identified, right, in that pile of money, this is for Chatos, this is for Ola, this is for Shlomin. So the Mechatos Yolich Liyam HaMelech, so what says, we've seen this before, the Chatos money, Yam HaMelech, Dead Sea, right? Lo Nenin Molin, right? Ultimately, again, you can't get Hana from it, but you also don't commit Mi'ilah if you end up using them. The Me'ola, Ola money, Yabiu Ola, you bring an Ola, Nidava, Umolin Bahen. And ultimately, again, that money is subject to Mi'ilah. So we'll say ultimately, uh, so if you set aside money for Shlamim, once again, use it for Shlamim for Nadaba, and ultimately, again, all of these Kavanos are eaten for one day. We'll say that last line is the only reason we're bringing this down. So this is the case of Shalachar Misa. This is the case of Shalachar Misa. So we'll say essentially it's a very simple case. Ruvain was a Nazir, he set aside money. During his Nadir Naziros, for his, for his Karbanos at the conclusion of his Nadir Naziros. What happened? What happened? Bach Tanemes, he died before the conclusion of his Nadir Naziros. What did he do with pile of money? So it depends. If it was Stumen, he never, he never identified what amount for which Karban, all goes for Nadaba. If he did identify, Chatas money, what did he do with it? What did he do with it? Yamamelach, all the money, all the for Nadaba, Shlame money. Shlamim Nidava, but no loaves. No loaves. So this is the case of outside. So what we're identifying over here are carbonos that are connected to Naziros, that are connected to Naziros, but do not have the loaves of a carbon Naziros. So this is case number three. Shela, shela achar, what's case number four? Shela achar kapara. Was the case of shela achar kapara? It's actually an interesting case. If you take a look, if you take a look, is a case often of where. Well, actually, let's read it. Shlacha kapara svarahu. So I will say, let me tell you this. So shlacha kapara means like this: Ruvain is a nazir. Ruvain is a nazir. He set aside. He set aside, for example, either money or animals to be offered up as kabanos. Then what happened? The money was lost, or the animals were lost. And what did he do? He brought replacements. So I will say, then what, what ends up happening? What, generally, what ends up happening after you think you lost something, you buy, you buy the new one. What ends up happening? You find the old one. Right? So, say, so again, he finds the old money. He finds the old kapara. That's shalachar kapara. So what happens over here? So I will say, so same, it's going to be the same model. Let's say, for example, let's just keep it easy. If it was money, if it was money, so again, he originally set aside money for a chatas for an olafar shlamin. He couldn't find the, he misplaced the pile of money. Then what happens? He finds the pile of money, right? So he replaces it, gets a new pile of money, offers up his kabanos. Then after he offered up his kabanos, what happens? What happens? He finds the old pile. So what does he do? Chatas money, yamamelach. Shlamin money for shlamin nedava. Ola money, ola nedava. But no what? I'll say no what? No loaves. No loaves. So that's, that's the case. To which the Gemara said, where do we learn this out from? Shalacha kapara svarahu. They will say, why is it that the loaves are not offered up in the Shalachar Misa case, in the previous case? That's because ultimately, again, these Kapanos do not affect Kapara for the Nazir. They will say, again, remember, the loaves are only brought 
with a sacrificial, with, with karbanos that affect kapara. In the case of Shala'ach Misa, why don't the karbanos affect kapara? Why not? He's dead, right? Because again, it's not within the Jainaziros. So, Sotrabos, in the case of Shala'ach Kapara, where again he misplaced the money, found, or designated new money, offered it up, and then found the old money, Shala'ach Kapara Nami, Halo Chazyala Kapara. Ultimately, again, it's also not fit for kapara. Therefore, you'll offer up the kabanos, but halacha lamaisa, no loaf. So I will say, all the Gemara is trying to sensitize us to is that in a, there are four cases. There are four cases where essentially the Nazir is going to end up bringing his kabanos, but the kabanos don't really represent the concluding kabanos of a natural or normal neder nazirus. And how is that reflected? That's reflected in the fact that you will not bring the loaves which normally accompany a concluding, a concluding karbanos for an adenaziros. That's all. To which the Gemara says, that's it, there's only four cases. So we'll say, so again, remember the four cases, Shalom, right? I should really go, Shalom, that's the case of our Mishnah. Shalom, that's the case ultimately of the father made his son of Nazir. Shalom, Misa, case of the Nazir who dies but left over money. And Shalom, Kapara, the case of where he lost the money, replaced it with other money, and then found the original money. Is that it? Those are the only four cases. V'sulaka, v'ayika, u'v'ayika, u'sha'ar kol shalmi nazir, she'shachtan shaloki mitzvahsan. So I will say, what about every other case of shalmi nazir? I will say, any other case of a carbon being offered up for a nazir that was slaughtered, shaloki mitzvahsan. I will say, take a look at the, take a look at Rashi, left-hand side, second line from the bottom, the mitzvahsan l'havi ben shteishanim, l'shem shalmi nazir. I will say, let's, there's so many other cases. Let's say, for example, you're suppo- we're going to talk about this, the details of this. You're supposed to bring an animal that's two years old for the Shalom of the Nazir. Let's say you brought a one-year-old animal, three-year-old animal, or you shechted it with the wrong kavanas. So I'm going to say there are so many other cases that you could bring where the carbon is not ideal, and therefore even though the carbon is technically accepted, you would not bring the loaves because the carbon is not being offered in conformance with the details of the carbon zeros. To which the says, So for example, if you took a carbon, and then you're supposed to take a two-year-old animal, instead you took a one-year-old animal. you shafted it. So ultimately, it's kosher, it's kosher, but it does not satisfy the Nazar's obligation. It's consumed for one day. And it does not require, again, the neck and the foreleg, which we'll discuss, nor does it require bread in accordance with Ramon. So we'll say, so what do you see from here? What do you see from here? There are other cases of, there are, right, the Gemara made it sound like there's only four cases of a carbon associated with a Nazir for which you don't bring bread. But it's not true. There's so many other cases. Essentially, any case, any case where you make a mistake in the animal that's being offered up, the animal will be kosher, but there's no bread. To which the Gemara says, no, no, no. The Gemara says, we're not talking about cases where you're offering up the carbon in an erroneous fashion. That's not what we're talking about. You're right, of course. Let's say, if you want to talk about making a mistake in the carbon, oh yeah, there are plenty of cases like that. We're talking about a case where we'll say, where a person is following the halacha. Right? Where halacha, I'm doing what is obligated upon me, but despite that, there is no obligation ultimately to go ahead and Bring the bring the lechem. Beautiful. Well, say let's go weiter. How you lo lo remember again the Brisa said that Allah if he left behind, if he left behind 
um, money. I will say now, this bepashtos, this is the case that we were just quoting before. Namely, what happened? Ruvain was a Nazir. What happened? So what did Ruvain do? Ruvain went ahead and set aside a pile of money for his, for his concluding karbanos. Then what occurred? Ruvain died. Ruvain died. So what did the Bryce say? What do you, what do you do with the money? So again, chatas money. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll take that back. This is stumen. So I say, what does stumen mean? Right? The, he did not, he did not in any way identify what which money is for what. Instead, all he has is a pile of money earmarked, earmarked, karbanos for Nazirus. Kabbalah for Nazir. So Moshe says, what's the halacha? All of it goes to Nedava. All of it goes to the Yisamikdash to Nedava. And I will say, but again, like I said before, it could either mean he purchases Kabbalah's Nedava or it goes to the Nedava fund in the Yisamikdash. Top of Chav Hei. But one second. One second. How does everything go to Nedava? Moshe, remember again, one thing we've kept on learning, Moshe, is the unique status of a chatas shemesu ba'aleha. So I will say again, any time, kind of you have unclean chatas, unclean chatas is, or I should say, orphan chatas is always dealt with differently, right? What do you do with chatas money? What do you do with it? Yamamelach. So how can you say that the entire amount of money goes to the nedava? What about the fact that there's chatas money mixed in there? How do you reckon that? It was very interesting. On Rabbi Yochanan, halacha yibinazir. Shabbos said, Rabbi Yochanan says, it is a halacha l'moshe misinai. A halacha l'moshe misinai. Uh, what does the halacha l'moshe misinai say? That if you have a nazir, he set aside money for kabanos, he did not specify what, what, which part of the pile of money should be used for what, and then he dies. The halacha l'moshe misinai says, that what happens, we'll say? Yippul in the double. That's it. That will say, what's the great part about that answer? What's the great part about that answer? Can't argue it, right? Can't argue it. That's okay. It's halacha l'moshe misinai. Except, Rishlakish argues it, Rishlakish Amar, Lechon Nidrehem, or Lechon Nidvosam. So what's this next? Rishlakish says, now, Rishlakish, I want to be clear. No one is arguing on the halacha, right? In other words, the halacha as espoused in the Braisa is the halacha that everyone is accepting. Ruvain was a Nazir. Ruvain, I will say, by the way, you know what the most of this case is? What the most of this case is? I will say, what was Ruvain doing? Ruvain is trying to be a responsible adult. So what does Ruvain do? He plans ahead, right? How does he plan ahead? I'm going to go ahead and make my, my, my car- carbon fund, right? I'm going, to set aside, I'm going to set aside my pile of money for my carbonos. He's planning it, I will say, and then something amazing happened, which was what? He died. He died. So I will say, so it's such a fascinating muster. Do you have to plan ahead in life? Absolutely. But a person also has to plan ahead with a certain sense of humility, especially when it comes to personalistic accomplishment. In other words, do your estate planning. Absolutely. A person is high to have a will. So incredibly important. A person, especially once a person has children, they have to have a will. A person has to have life insurance. Mamish. Having life insurance is the mitzvah of the hafta l're'acha kamocha. And it is important. Push yourself to pay as high premiums as you can so that chas shalom. Chas shalom should something. I don't mean pay as high premiums. We're Jewish. I'm saying find low premiums. Right? But, but lamaisa find the highest amount that you are eligible for because if your family loses you, the tzara should not be compounded by financial distress. says you see too many cases like this of people who pass away young unexpectedly and the family is left with broken hearts and, and financially ruined as well. So future planning with your finances is an absolute obligation. Absolute obligation. But when it comes to accomplishment, I will say, sometimes when it comes to accomplishment, don't do, don't do future planning for accomplishment. 
Whatever you need to accomplish, the best thing to do is to try to what? Accomplish it now. Why? Because the truth is no one knows what the future holds. Ruben thinks he's doing a great thing over here. I'm setting up my carbon fund. Beautiful. Great. It's a great thing, except he died. Said that, which I will say again, is a good thing he set up the fund, but now the mice again, fine. So, what Rish Lakish says, like this Rish Lakish says something amazing. Rish Lakish says, The Pasuk says, The Pasuk says, For all of their Nidavas, and for, for, sorry, for all of their Nidarim, and for all of their Nidavos. What does this mean, says Rish? What do you do with this phrase? Amra, the Torah teaches us, Moser Neder Yehei Now, I will say, this is such a fantastic drasha. Reish Lakish says, How do you read that phrase? Anything that ultimately, again, is left over from a neder, by definition, should become a nedava. So I'll say, so what's happening, so I just want to be clear. Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish are not arguing on the halacha. Right? The halacha is that if the Nazir dies and he leaves behind unspecified funds, just a pile of money, what's, that was earmarked for Karbanos, what's the halacha? What happens to the money? What happens to the money? Nidava. What they're arguing about is what is the source for this halacha. Rabbi Yochanan says, Halacha Lemoshe Misinai. Reish Lakish says, Halacha Lemoshe Misinai. It's a pasik. It's a pasik. Lechol Nidrehem, Ulechol Nidvosam. Anything that's a leftover from a nether ultimately becomes a nidava. So it says, Rabbi Yochanan, Dama Halacha Hi, Benazir, Amatulaha, Hi, Stumin In, Mifurash, and Lo. So we'll say, according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says that this halacha of Moshe Misinai, I understand why this halacha only applies to stumin, not to mifurashin. Rabbi Yochanan, remember again, what's the, what's the distinction? Remember, Rabbi Yochanan, let's go back for a second. What happens if Reuven the Nazir are left by the pile of money, but he says, you know, $100 for chatas, $100 for Ola, for, for shlamim, $100 for Ola. What's the halacha? What's the halacha? $100 for Mamelech, $100 for Nadava Ola, $100 for Nadava Shlom. So we'll say, so, so I don't stand. Why, why don't we say in that case also, when he dies, the whole pot should go to Nidava? So according to Rabbi Yochanan, it makes sense. Why? Because it's Halacha Moshe Misinai. We'll say, what did the Halacha Moshe Misinai say? The Halacha Moshe Misinai said that the pot goes to Nidava in a case of stumen, unspecified, not in a case of Mifurashim. That's the Halacha Moshe Misinai. But according to Rish Lakish, my area stumin, I feel for Russian. Rabbi say, but according to Yishlakish, we'd actually the Pasik. Rabbi say, the way Yishlakish actually the says, what? Any leftover Nadarim, where do they go? Where do they go? To Nadava. If that's the case, why not apply that Zerzakasav? Why not apply that Pasik to the case of Mifurashin as well? Even if Ruben left behind the pile of money, and even if in that pile of money he said, X for Chatos, X for Ola, X for Shlamim, when he dies, that's still a leftover neder. Why doesn't the whole pot go for a nedava? It's such a good kasha. Amarava, listen to this. Amarava, no. Mifurashin lo matzis amrit. So no, no, you can't say, well, say there's no havamina to say that by mifurashin the pot should go to, should go to nedava. I'll tell you why. Because kvar paska, tana debe rabbi yishmo. Because again, tana debe yishmo already passed. And then what did he pass him? Rak kadashecha sher yiulacha. So I will say, so the Pasuk is, So I will say, ultimately, again, your Kadshim 
and your nidarim. It's actually talking about the obligation to bring these items to the base hamikdash and, and sacrifice it there. So we'll say, what, what does this teach us? What is rak kadashecha shiul lechan nidarecha bevlade kachim ubitmurasam hakasov medaber. Shabbos is very interesting. Rabbi Shmuel, Tanbei Rabbi Shmuel was saying, what is this pasuk referring to? It's interesting. The pasuk is actually referring to vlade kachim. So we'll say, what are vlade kachim? Vladei Kachim ultimately, again, are the offspring of sacrificial animals. Right? So offspring of sacrificial animals or Tamura. We'll say, what's a Tamura? Tamura is a forbidden exchange. The halacha is that if you have a carbon and you decide you want to exchange that animal for another, what's the halacha? What's the halacha? You're not allowed to do it. Right? And if you try to do it, there's a penalty. Vahayahu usmura sokalish. Both the original animal as well as the Tamura animal ultimately go ahead and become, <coughs> become consecrated. So we'll say, by the way, if you just take a quick look at, at Rashi for just a moment, Rak Kadoshecha, it's about uh, six lines into the short lines of Rashi, the narrow lines. Rak Kadoshecha, Shilacha, Mihen Osan Kachim, Shehin Achshav Vasidim Lahamid Achirim Tachtehim, Shiriba Kazva Shei Yulacha. Shabbat let me just point out what the Gemara, what Tanabe Rishal is dashing over here. The Pasik itself says, Rak Kadoshecha, Asher, so you'll say, the Pasuk says, the Kachim that you will have. What's the case of Kachim that you will have in the future? What's, what's that case? So Rashi says, Havi Omer, Vlade Kachim, Utmurasan. So you'll say, the Pasuk is talking about what's the Kachim you will have. So it's the offspring of Kachim, right? In other words, your current sacrificial animal gives birth. Or ultimately, again, Tumura. The exchanges. So we'll say, and what's, and so ultimately, what's Talacha? What's Talacha by Vlade Kachim and Tamura? They're consecrated, and therefore they have to be brought to the base Hamikdash as well. So Ma Takanasan, I will say, what's the Takana for Vlade Kachim and for Tamura? Ma Takanasan. Tisa Uvasa Alamakam Shayiv Karashan. Ultimately, you have to bring, in other words, what does it mean you have to bring them to the base Hamikdash? What does that mean? They're Kabanos. They're Kabanos. So Tanabe Rishon is saying, the Pasuk over here is teaching me, Lechol, I'm sorry. Ultimately, the kachim that you will have, what are the kachim that you will have future tense? That refers ultimately to the offspring of sacrificial animals and to the tmura, to the forbidden exchanges of sacrificial animals. They become consecrated themselves and therefore they must be brought up to the Beis HaMikdash. Here we go. Yachol, Yalim, Beis HaBechira. You might have thought about saying it's true. You have to bring them up to the base of Mikdash. But what do you do with them once you bring them up to the base of Mikdash? Maybe what? Maybe you deprive them of food and drink and just let them die. Just let them die. In other words, I'm not going to offer them up because they're not real kabanos. But I'll bring them up to the base of Mikdash and essentially just let them wither away there in the base of Mikdash. Tawalomar, Vasisa Olosecha, excuse me, Vasisa Olosecha, Habasra Vahadam. Pasik says, you'll go ahead and perform your Ola. I both say this is the next Pasik. You will go ahead and perform your Olos, Habasar Vadam, both the offering of the flesh and of the blood. Lomar Lacha, we'll say it's teach you what? Kedera Sha'ata Noig Ba'ola, Noog Bitmuras Bitmurasa. The same way you conduct yourself with the Ola, conduct yourself with what? The Tamura of the Ola. The same way you conduct yourself with your shlamim, nohog bivladehem. Conduct yourself with the offspring of the shlamim. So, we'll say, so just understand what's happening over here. Something really dramatic. So, Tanabir Rishon is making this drasha. The drasha, Rakha the Shekha Shi'i tells us 
that if you have a carbon say, and then again, that carbon gives birth, or you have a carbon and you exchange that carbon for another animal, the vlad, the offspring, the tmura, have the same complete sacrificial sanctity as the source animal itself, either the mother or the original carbon animal, right? And I will say, I, but you might have thought, fine, you have to bring them up to the base of Mikdash. But once you get to the base of Mikdash, you don't offer them up. You just deprive them of food and water, let them die. No, Kamashwa, no. You offer these animals up and you offer these animals up as regular Kabanos. They are bona fide Kabanos. Bona fide Kabanos. So I says, therefore, again, like the Gemara says, the Tamura, the Tamura of an Ola, or I should say, right? The Tamura of an Ola is treated just like the Ola. The offspring of a Shlamim is treated just like Shlamim. It's vice versa as well. In other words, it's not just Dafka, Tamura, Ola, and Vlad of a Shlamim. It's all the same. So I'll say now, watch this. Here we go. Here we go. Here's where it gets interesting. Yochel af Vlad Chatas Tamurasa, Utmuras Asham. So I'll say, you might have thought the same Allah would apply to the offspring of a Chatas or the Tamura of an Asham. Now I'll say, Chatas and Asham are, are lumped together because they are both sin offerings. So you might have thought that the same halacha, so what have we established? That when it comes to an Ola and the Shlamim, the Tamura exchange or Vlad or offspring of these Kabanos is afforded the same status as the source animal itself. You might have thought that the same halacha applies to a Chatas and an Asham, the offspring of a Chatas and an Asham, or the Tamura of an Chatas and an Asham, have the same status as the source animal. You might have thought that. Talmud Lomar, rak. Incredible. Therefore, the Pasuk says, rak. I will say, what is rak? Rak is a miyot. Rak is an exclusionary word to teach you, no, 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 no. This din, that the tmura and the vlad of a sacrificial animal has the same status as the source animal, this is dafka din by what? By ola and shlamim, not a din by chatos and asham. Tiber Rabbi Rabbi Kiva says, Rabbi Shalom, Rabbi Kiva says, Rabbi Kiva says, the truth is, Rabbi Kiva says, once again, Rabbi Kiva is not disagreeing with the halacha. What he's disagreeing with is the derivation. Rabbi Kiva says, you don't need this whole drasha. I'll tell you, it's very simple. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva, Omer, Inu Tzarech, Harihu Omer, Asham Hu, Bahav Yasso Yehei. So we'll say, the Pasuk, the Torah, seeking out Asham, ultimately says, Asham Hu. Rabbi Kiva says, what does Asham Hu mean? According to Rabbi Akiva, an Asham retains its core identity, but only the original Asham which has its core identity. The offspring of an Asham does not have Asham identity. The Tamura of an Asham does not have Asham identity. I will say, by the way, I just want to point out, whatever is going to apply to the Asham is going to apply for what? For what? For the Khatas. For the Khatas. So I will say, so Rabbi, Akiva, so Rabbi Akiva is agreeing. So I will say, let, let's kind of analyze what we have over here. Here's what we're being introduced to is that there's a concept that halacha la the tamura, exchange, vlad, um, offspring of a sacrificial animal has the same status as the source animal. But the Gemara's dashing over here, as Rabbi Shmuel says, Rabbi Shmuel says, that halacha la this halacha only applies to ola and shlamin, does not apply to chatas and asham. Why not? Because in the Pasuk that teaches me that the Vlad and the Timura have the same status as the original animal, Torah uses the word Rak. And Rak is a miyot. So to tell you that it only applies to Olam Shlamim doesn't apply to Chatas and Asham. Rabbi Akiva says, Rabbi Shmuel, I agree with you on the bottom line that ultimately it's only the Timura and the Vlad of an Ola and an Asham that has the same identity as the source animal. Not by Chatas and Asham, but I disagree with you about the source. Rabbi Akiva says the source is Asham Hu. 
People say, what does Asham who teach me? That an Asham is an Asham is an Asham, and that Asham status is not passed down to its offspring or to its Timura. That's it. That's it. They will say, why is it born for us? Katoni, they will say, but what do you see from here? Katoni, they will say, here's what's interesting. In the, in the Brisa, in the Brisa that we saw, in the Brisa that we saw, what did the Gemara say? The Gemara said, we, I would have thought, I would have thought that when you have the Timura, or when you have the Vlad of the Omen Shlomim, while it's true that you have to bring it up to the Beis HaMikdash, I would have thought, what do you do with it in the Beis HaMikdash? What do you do with it? You starve it. You starve it, just let it die. In other words, I'll bring it up to the Beis HaMikdash, but I'm not going to give it food and water. I'm just going to deprive it. I would have thought maybe that's what you should do. Ultimately, what does the Pasik say? The Pasik says, you shall bring your Ola. But what's the second thing where it says, Included in this, included in this, you have the Vlad Chatos, the offspring of the Chatos. And we established already again that Allah Chalamai said, that is left to die. Vlad Chatas Bechama. So I'll say, first of all, before you turn the page, look at Rashi. Ilaf Kra, Vasisa Alosecha, Hava Amina, Vlade Chatas Mesi Bechama Kumshin. I will say, we're not for the Pasek, we're not for the Pasek. I would have thought that the offspring of a Chatas is left to die wherever, wherever. So the Gemara says, Ilaf Kra, Hava Amina, Vlad Chatas Bechama Kum. I would have thought that a Vlad Chatas is just left to die, but left to die anywhere. For Ahmed Bezu, I'll say, Vlade Kachim, the Besabechira. The offspring of Kachim, perhaps, are Dafka brought to die in the Beis HaMikdash. Kamash Malon Delo. Kamash Malon said that the offspring of an Ola and an Asham are not only not left to die, but what? Actually brought up and offered up on the Mizbeach. So Katani, Yochol Av Vlad Chatas Utmuras Asham Kain. So the Gemara says, according to the Gemara before, I would have thought that what? That even the offspring of a chatas and the tamura of an asham should enjoy the same treatment, namely, that the same way that the tamura, simply that the tamura ultimately again, or the vlad of an ola and shlamim are brought as a carbon, I would have thought that perhaps the offspring of a chatas and the tamura, I'm sorry, the offspring of a chatas or the tamura of an asham should be brought up and offered up in the base of Hamikdash as well. Talmud Lomar, Rak. Therefore, I will say the Pasik says Rak. This, this, this is Rabbi Shmuel. Pasik says Rak, and Rak tells you that no, no, no. The din that the Vlad and the Tmura have the same status as the source animal, this is Dafka where? Only by Olin Shlomim, not by Chatos and Asham. But ask the Gemara, I understand. Lamali Krav. Hilchasagimirila, Vlad, Chatos, Lemisa Azon. So I will say the Gemara says, why do you need a Pasik? Right? So I will say, why, why do you even need a Pasik at all? I will say, we have a halacha l'moshim sinai, and what's the halacha l'moshim sinai? I will say that the offspring of a chatos is left to die, is left to die. So we'll see. Here, what's happening over here? Rabbi Shmuel is going ahead. Rabbi Shmuel is going ahead and espousing an entire drasha, a fascinating drasha. What's his drasha? I will say first part of the drasha is that vlad of a carbon and tamura of a carbon have the same status. I will say, what does it mean? Have the same status? Have the same status? Not only that they're endowed with sacrificial sanctity, but what? They're actually offered up in the Beis HaMikdash. But yet, the pas- but yet Rabbi Shmuel says, Barak, a miot, says that only applies to all in Shlomim, doesn't apply to Chatas and Hashem. To which the Gemara says, I understand. Why do you need a Pasek to teach you that the offspring of a Chatas is not offered up? That's a halach of Moshe Messina. 
Where do you know that? Where do you know that? The offspring of a chatas ultimately again is left to die. To which the Gemara says, You're right, you're right. Rak doesn't come to teach me about chatas because then I have a halacha Sinai. What does Rak come to teach me? I will say, What does Rak come to teach me? Asham. Asham. The Gemara says, Asham. Asham nami helchasa gemirila. I say, Asham is also part of the halacha l'moshim Sinai. After all, because we know, there's a general principle that in any case where a chatas animal is left to die, an asham animal is what? Put out to pasture. Then I will say, for our purposes, that's the same thing. Because what does it tell you? What does it tell you? It's not offered up on the Mizbeach. So why would I need another drasha of rak to exclude asham, where if by definition chatas is excluded, by dint of the halacha l'moshim Sinai, by definition, Asham is excluded as well. Ella, here we go. Ella, ime hilchasa, hava amina hilchasa. So let's listen to this. Because if this was just base, I'm going to say, so again, so here's, here, just here's what we have. Let's pause here. It's really actually quite, quite riveting. So I'm going to say, so if we pause here and analyze what we have for just a moment. Here's what I have, right? I have Rabbi Shmuel, right? What does Rabbi Shmuel teach me? So without going through the psukim themselves, but just the halacha. Bishmal says, what, what am I learning? What am I learning? An interesting halacha, that the vlad, the offspring of a carbon, and the tamura of a carbon have what? Have what? Sacrificial sanctity. Rabbi will say, not just any sacrificial sanctity, but what kind of sacrificial sanctity? Complete sacrificial sanctity. To the point that the Torah tells me, you offer up as a carbon the offspring of a carbon. You offer up as a carbon the tamura, the exchange of a carbon. Now I will say, where is this halacha illustrated? It's illustrated in the context of an ola and shlamin. Ah, you want to thought this applies to all karbanos? What does Rabbi Shmuel say? Rak. Rak. There's a word. The word rak is in the pasuk, and rak says no. Rak is an exclusionary phrase only, only, only what? Only shlamin. Only all of this applies to. What doesn't it apply to? What doesn't it apply to? Chatos. Chatos. That if you have the offspring of a chatas or in exchange for a chatas, I'll say, what's the halacha? What's the halacha? That animal, while it has sanctity, is not offered up on the mizbech. Instead, what happens? It's left to die. Left to die. Chatas and an asha. Or chatas put out, asha put out, put out the pasture. So I'll say, the Gemara's question now is, I don't understand. Why do I need a pasik to learn out that halacha? That is a halacha lemoshe misinai, a Sanaitic law. And what is the nature of Sanaitic law? What does Sanaitic law say? That Allah Khalmaisa Vlad Khatas Lamisa. The offspring of a khatas is left to die. And I will say the Pashtas that would also include the Timura. The Timura of a khatas. So why do I need why do I need a Pasik to teach me if I already have Allah Khalamosh Misian? Here it is, I will say. Here we go. The Gemara says, I'll tell you why. El Hilchasa, because if you would have just said the Allah Khalamosh Misinai, Haba Amina Hilchasa, I would have thought, look, it's Allah Khalamosh Misinai, that's what? It's Allah Khalamosh Misinai. That the offspring of a chatos is not offered up, is left to die. V'i akrive lo lechayiv alei v'loklum. But I will say, what happens if he did offer it up? Right? So I will say, here's the case. I have a chatos, I separate on a chatos, I am definitely going to have to bring a chatos when Mashiach comes. No shayla, no shayla, I'll be bringing a herd. Right? So I will say, so, so now what happens? I have my chatos, I have my chatos. Baruch Hashem, you know what happens. You take your eyes off those chattas animals for just a moment and who knows what happens, right? Then what happens? Chattas gives birth. Chattas gives birth. So I will say, so now what happens? So now what happens? I have a Vlad Chattas. I will say, what do I do with my Vlad Chattas? What do I do with it? What do I do with it? What do, what do I do with it? 
Nothing. You let it die. Right? You bring up to the base it's left to die. Left to die. So we'll say, let's say I did offer it up. Right? Let's say I did offer it up. Right? I took it to the base I offered it up as a carbon. So from the halacha lemoshimisina, I would have thought, listen, I offered it up. It's not ideal, but there's no liability for it. What does the pasuk come to add? The pasuk comes to teach me that no, no, no. If you offer up vlad chatas or tamuras chatas, you're over an assay. a positive command. Again, not a prohibition, but you are in violation of an assay. I will say which assay? I'm in violation of an essay. If we kind of bring this together, what really emerges is something quite amazing. We just learned a, a major piece of Hilchos Karbanos, which is what? That number one, Halacha Lamaisa. Number one, Halacha Lamaisa. Um, if you have an Olan Shlamim, and those Karbanos either are exchanged for other Karbanos, Asr, that's called Tamura, or birth other animals, those animals, the Tamura or the Vlad, have sacrificial sanctity. To the point that what? They are mamish offered up on the Mizbeach. But yet, that yet this halacha only applies to Olam Shlom, does not apply to Chatas and Asham. What's the status ultimately again of the Vlad or the Tamura of the Chatas and an Asham? Not eligible for sacrifice. Right? What you do with it? Left to die, left to pass, you're fine. But not eligible, not eligible for sacrifice. So I will say, so now what's interesting is, it seems to be that I have two sources for this halacha. One is rak, a pasuk. The other is a halacha, a Moshe Misinai. Why do I need both? Why do I need both? So halacha, I said, the Gemara explains why. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if it was just on the halacha, a Moshe Misinai, you might have thought that although you're not permitted to offer up the offspring of a chatas, if you did it, fine, it's a carbon. Kamash on the Pasuk says, no, it's Asr. It's Asr. And if you do so, you are actually in violation of an Asay. Incredible. Shabbos says, so, so I'll, just, I'll just point out, just kind of looping back, we're also left off over here, where, where it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how lawful but it's just interesting, with the Machlokis of Yochanan and Rish Lakish, namely about Shabbos say, what happened, right? We had the case of where Ruben the Nazir dies, he leaves behind an unspecified pile of money that was set aside for his Kabaros. I will say, what do you do with that pile? What do you do with it? What do you do with it? Nidava. 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 I will say, I just want to point out, everyone is in agreement with that, right? That's not a contested halacha. But what is the, where is the machlokas? What the source of this is? We're left over with Rabbi Yochanan saying it's halacha l'moshe misinai, and Rish Lakish ultimately saying that it's a pasik in the Torah. Good. Just interesting. I will say, good. Let's go a little bit later. Sigmar says as follows. Rabbi Akiva, Omer, Enu, Sarech, Haru, Omer, Asham, Hu, Bav, Yasuye. Actually, I will say, you know what you're going to do? It's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. We're going to stop over here for today. I'm going to share with you a quick, a quick vart on the parsha. T- takes us back to our, if you remember again, in our, in our original days. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. is giving shir tomorrow. I'm leaving a little work. Right? I'll say so. So I'll say, this takes us back to our old days a little bit, where we used to use a little vart on the parsha and then start shakra sleep. So you know, again, so chadesh shavenu kikadem. Well, so I'll say, listen to this. So the pasuk says, the pasuk says, this is in. Actually, let's just. Right, the Pasuk says, this is in Parakhav Beis, Parakhav Beis, so Halacha, uh, Halacha, Pasuk Aleph. Pasuk says, Imma Teres, Imma Teres, Yimatsi Aganov, Vehuga, Vameis Eim Moldamim. Shabbos say, an interesting Halacha. Talking about the idea, Machteres Yimatsi Aganov. So what does this mean? If a thief, if a thief comes in secret to your house to steal. Right, Rashi HaKadosh points out over here, Machteres, Kishahaya Choter Esabayis. 
Shabbat says, so what happens? Someone breaks into my house and is trying to steal my stuff. I find such a person doing this. Ain lo domin. So, I kill the guy. I kill the guy, right? We have this also, right? What is it, right? Castle doctrine. Right? Castle doctrine, right? That you're allowed to go ahead and defend your home. Someone comes to your home. Someone breaks into your home. You're allowed to go ahead and defend your home. And if you do, there's no legal liability. That's the Bosik saying, So again, someone comes into your house the middle of the night to try to steal your stuff, the hookah, and you kill him, and he dies. Ain't no dummy. There is no liability. So we'll say there is an incredible piece by the Kotzke. The Kotzke, Zechazad Vukhalich Lebracha, says something else. I just want to quote to you. He says, what does it mean? In b'machteres imatzi aganov. So we'll say, the literal translation is, if in secret, machteres, Rashi says, machteres means choter, literally tunneling, tunneling. If a person comes into your house again in secrecy, so the Kotzker says, kilomar, there's an incredible Mosraska on this. Im choter adam b'pnimiyuso, umamik lachtor b'nivchi nafshoa chavuyim. So I'll say, listen to this. In b'machteres, Machteres is a mandate. Machteres is, I need to really go deep inside of myself. I need to really tunnel inwards. You know, I will say, so often in life, we don't really know who we are. So often in life, we even only know ourselves superficially. I know myself like, like on the chitzonius level. But what's the mandate in life? Machteres, I have to tunnel inward. I have to discover the real me. I have to figure out ultimately again, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are the positives? What are the minuses? I have to tunnel inward. The Kasker says, if you find the courage to go to to literally tunnel into yourself, you'll find something. Listen to this. Chazaka, I love, get ready. If you tunnel inward, right? Bimachteres, what will you find? You'll find your inner Ganov. Rabosai, what's your inner Ganov? We all have an inner Ganov. Right? The inner Ganov, Rabosai, are those things. It's the qualities, it's the traits, it's the behaviors, it's the actions which derail me from accomplishing great things in life. See, Rabosai, often when we don't accomplish what we want to accomplish, the reflexive reaction is to blame it on someone or something external. I would be great if I didn't have to drive carpool, which actually is a true statement. That's actually a true statement, right? That actually is objectively true, right? right? I, I would be great if I didn't have to do this, or I would be great if my wife would be like this, if my parents would have given me like this, if my boss would only recognize this. And by the way, they may all be true statements, but at the end of the day, the buck of your life stops with you. At the end of the day, my responsibility for self-actualization rests with me. And when I'm honest with myself, if I'm willing to go b'machteres, if I'm willing to tunnel inwards, Rabbi Osei, I'm going to find my ganav. I'm going to find the things that are stealing from my dynamic life accomplishment. I'm going to find the things that are preventing me from really becoming the best version of me. I'm going to find the things that are really holding me back and I'm going to discover it's no one else. It's no one else. It's me. It's me. I'm going to find the behaviors that are stunting my growth. I'm going to find the habits that are holding me back. I'm going to find all different things inside of me if I'm willing to tunnel inside of myself. If you're willing to really be alone with yourself, really willing to tunnel inward, really willing to look, take a hard look inside, ultimately again, 
I will find the things that are holding me back. And of course, the Katsuki doesn't say it, but it's understood. And if you're able to find the things that are holding you back, then ultimately what? You're also able to chase the Ganov out. Because we'll say, when does the Ganov remain inside the personalistic house? Only when the owner's not looking. But once the owner comes, what does the Ganov do? He jumps out the first available window. If I have the courage to go Libamach Terrace, the tunnel inward, and take a real look at myself, I'll find the Ganov. And when I find the Ganov, I'll be able to finally deal with him, chase him away from my sacred personalistic home, and accomplish great things. Shabbos. All right, Jabosei, Chevron Zoom. A good Shabbos, everyone. Good Shabbos, good Shabbos.